Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey there, my name's Michael Laminato, and this is Qualifying Day at the 2023 United States Grand Prix on Pit Pass F1. Pass F1 is brought to you by Evergreen Podcasts. And on today's episode, Charles Leclerc will lead Lando Norris off the front row of the grid for Sunday's Grand Prix after Max Verstappen bombs out of qualifying in sixth place after a late track limits infringement. It was a super tight session at the Circuit of the Americas, which generated a four-way fight between Leclerc, Norris, Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton, who will start third. But it was a shock result for Aston Martin, which suffered its first double Q1 exit of the year, and Fernando Alonso's only failure to make Q3 for a Grand Prix all season. So to fill us in on how it all went down, let's hear now from your host in the Austin paddock, it's Julianne Serasoli. Howdy from a very dry and very hot Austin where Charles Leclerc was there to take the advantage of a deleted lap by Max Verstappen and clinch the pole position for the US Grand Prix. Lando Norris will start Sunday's race in second and a very happy Lewis Hamilton will be third. And what about Max? So he will start in sixth position after failing to keep the car inside the track limit at turn 19, which is one of the two tricky corners for track limits in Austin. And I have to say that the crowd in Austin made a huge, huge noise when the, the penalty was shown on the screen and also when Charles Leclerc's pole position was confirmed. Is he worried? Is Max worried about his weekend at all? Well, not very much. He said that at least my Sunday will be more exciting. But it's also true that Red Bull is not as strong in Austin as in other tracks. As we know, the car doesn't really like bumpy circuits. They have to raise the floor like everybody else has to do, but they lose more performance than others because the floor works better than the others. So, of course, they will lose more. But also, you don't have to use the floor as high as in Singapore, but still it's higher than in other tracks. On the other hand, because of the downforce level used at Kota, which is middle to high, the DRS effect is greater. So we know Rebels DRS is stronger than others. So yes, Max will very likely have a very funny day on Sunday. And Leclerc's Ferrari will be quick on the straights from what we showed in qualifying, which indicates that they chose to use less downforce for this track. This may be bad news for their tires, but it makes Leclerc more difficult to pass as well. So there's a trade-off there. 
And let's remember Ferrari had already done well in Austin last year in qualifying, but suffered with tire wear in the race. It was also interesting to hear from Leclerc that usually they are bad in high-speed corners, but as high-speed corners are bumpy in Austin, they're actually good. It's no secret Ferrari suffers to lower their car because it still suffers with pole poising, so everything is explained by that. Lando Norris achieved a great lap and put McLaren on the front row on Sunday. The car is the fastest between turns 13 and 17, which are high speed, and this compensates for the loss at the very end of the lap in the slower corners. But the one who was most excited this Friday in Austin was Lewis Hamilton, third on the grid. He said that for the first time in the last two seasons, a Mercedes upgrade had a positive effect on the car straight away. Let's remember Mercedes brought a changed floor to Austin already focusing on what they're thinking about doing with the car in 2024. So this is very good news for Mercedes for 2024, or at least good news in one side of the garage. The day wasn't entirely positive at Mercedes. George Russell, he hasn't been happy in the car since the first practice, actually the only practice. And he suffered a bit to get to Q3 and will be fifth on the grid, which is actually not a bad result in the end, if you think about everything that happened to him this Friday. But he's definitely not as happy and as comfortable as Lewis is. Another team that brought upgrades thinking about 2024 was Aston Martin, and they ended up having the worst qualifying of the year. Fernando Alonso and Lance Stroll were eliminated in the first part of qualifying, and a new problem arose with brakes overheating, which even meant that Stroll didn't run much in free practice. Another car that didn't perform really well in Austin was Williams, or rather, they didn't perform in qualifying. They did really well in the free practice. So Logan Sargent said that the car turned upside down from free practice and the team does not have an explanation for this. It was a bit hotter in the afternoon. It was very hot already during the free practice. It was about 33 degrees and then it went up to 35, 36 during qualifying. But it was a little bit more windy too. And we know Williams does not like the wind. But anyway, it's not a good sign for Saturday for the sprint or the race as the regulations do not allow changes in the car setup unless the teams decide to start from the pit lane. Another factor that could affect Saturday is track limits. It wasn't just Max who had a deleted lap in qualifying and there will be another session to define the grid for the sprint of course so we might see more deleted laps in that session because of course in qualifying drivers are pushing harder and they are closer to the limit and maybe outside of the track limits as well he also caught my eye daniel ricardo wasn't looking very happy after quali having qualified in 15th place behind teammate sonoda But it's his comeback, the first time he was driving the updated Alpha Tauri. So it's normal that it takes more than one freak practice and one qualifying to get things right. 
off track, the paddock was super full. It looked like it was a Sunday. Many times during the day, I thought, oh, when is the race? Because this is Sunday. There were fans with DRS hats, uh, one guy with full Ferrari race suit, and many kids running around Lewis Hamilton, of course. And AlphaTauri's security guard was sporting a nice cowboy hat he bought in town. Grandstands were quite grand as well, especially for a Friday, much fuller than normal, as always in Austin, actually. Some were there for Formula One, some were there for the Killers concert and will be for the Queen's concert this Saturday. And some very lucky ones will be there for both, will like both the racing and the concert. The Andretti's were also there, but not for the concert, of course. Uh, Mario was being kept very busy by the many fans asking for pictures. It's amazing how popular he is in America. And Michael was telling us which are the next steps for the Andretti team. He said they will be testing a 2023 spec car in a wind tunnel. They use the Toyota facilities in Cologne, which have been used by McLaren for the past few years and others before that. Their aim is to enter the grid in 2025 because they want to have a year of experience before the new rules in 2026. But the idea of having an 11th team on the grid hasn't gained a lot of traction in the last three weeks. So many people in the paddock believe the decision will be delayed and delayed and delayed many times until Andretti finally manages to buy a team and not enter as an 11th team. In other American team story, Netflix were in full force with Haas this weekend. They are hoping they will score points at home so they can close an episode for next year's series. Haas has an upgraded car this weekend, but due to deleted lap times as well, they did not do well in qualifying. So Magnussen will start in 14th this Sunday and Hulkenberg in 16th. Maybe they will have better luck this Saturday in the sprint day, sprint qualifying and the sprint race. I cannot even imagine how packed the track and the paddock will be this Saturday. It's also a great track, so really looking forward to it. I'm pretty sure you are too. So this is my roundup from this Friday and let's hope for a very good Saturday sprint here in Austin. Bye-bye. Thanks very much to Julianne, who's in Texas all weekend bringing us the latest from the Austin paddock. Make sure you don't miss an update from the United States Grand Prix by subscribing to Pit Pass F1 wherever you get your favourite podcasts. And you can visit us at pitpassmotorsports.com. While you're there, check out the Pit Pass Motorsports blog, powered by Podium Life, featuring racing articles and motorsport industry news. You can also keep up to date with goings-on between episodes by following Julianne on social media. Just check the links in the show description. My name's Michael Laminato. Pit Pass F1 is an evergreen podcast. Get ready, race fans, because the ultimate NASCAR experience is about to hit the airwaves. Welcome to Pit Pass NASCAR, the podcast that takes you deep into the heart-pounding world of NASCAR racing. Join us each week as we bring you closer to the NASCAR action with exclusive interviews and all the news and rumors you need with your favorite drivers, team members, and industry insiders. 
So whether you're a fan of super speedways, short ovals, or road racing, or you've just watched Talladega Nights, Pit Pass NASCAR is the podcast you've been waiting for. Get ready to fuel your passion for NASCAR like never before. Subscribe now to Pit Pass NASCAR on your favorite podcast platform or head to evergreenpodcast.com and get ready to join us. Launching in the fall on Evergreen Podcast Network. Follow us on social media at pitpass underscore NASCAR to stay up to date with everything you need to know about the podcast.